from the feature staff at the Columbus Dispatch. This is Life in the 614. Hi, and welcome to Life in the 614, the official lifestyle podcast of the Features Department at the Columbus Dispatch, coming to you every Thursday. If it sounds like fun, we'll be talking about it. I'm Ryan Smith, Assistant Features Editor at the Dispatch, and I'm excited. I'm excited because temperatures are finally falling, and so are the leaves. It finally feels like October. And you know what that means. Halloween is right around the corner. It's time to start thinking about costumes. You go for something classic, like maybe a zombie or a vampire. Something chic and stylish, like Taylor Swift. Something political? Maybe that's too scary. One of my kids suggested trick-or-treating as an acorn. So there's always that to consider. The season is full of the fun of dressing up and decorating, but it's also a rich season of the arts. If you're a fan of horror movies, that is. It's so rich, in fact, that we're dedicating two podcasts to the subject. Today, my colleague, movie writer Terry Mikesell, sat down with Joe Neff, who loves the genre so much that he's willing to watch them for 24 hours straight, and you're invited to join him. Neff is co-producer of the Shock Around the Clock 24-Hour Horror Marathon, which starts at noon Saturday at the Drexel Theater in Bexley. Take it away, Terry, if you dare. Joining us today is Joe Neff from the Shock Around the Clock 24-Hour Horror Marathon taking place uh, Saturday, October 13th at the Drexel Theater. Hi, Joe. Thanks for coming in. Hey, Terry. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Joe, when did the Horror Marathon begin? I know it's been around for a number of years now. The the long and sordid history. Um, So, the first ever Ohio slash Columbus 24-Hour Horror Marathon was in 1988 at the old Drexel North Theater up on North High. That was Night of the Living Drexel number one. That ran for seven years. And then kind of muddled around a bit through some all-nighters. Then we started a 24-hour horror marathon at Studio 35 in 1999. That ran for five years. Then my partner in crime, Bruce Bartu, and I collaborated on an all-nighter at the Drexel Grandview from 2004 to 2008. And then in 2009 is when we started the current version, the uh, the current resurrection, Shock Around the Clock. Mm-hmm. And that's been now, and this is the 10th year that'll be running. So 30 years in total of Columbus Horror Marathons, just in different uh, versions and and different resurrections of the whole thing. Okay, so when did you get involved? My first ever marathon was the 1993 Science Fiction Marathon. I started working behind the scenes in 1997 at an all-nighter when I worked for the Drexel. And I started the Studio 35 Horror Marathons, the 24-hour ones, in 1999. So I'm going on 20 years of, like, full active involvement in the 24-hour game. Mm -hmm. And then Shock Around the Clock has been... Uh, you know, the 10 years has been Bruce and I collaborating in full. So who will be hosting? That's a good question. Let's <laughs> see if, if he were here, I could defer that to him. Bruce has kind of stepped back a little bit wisely uh, or starting to take on a uh, host emeritus type role. But, I, you know, he said that at Science Fiction Marathon in the spring and he still did the intros with me and the outros and hosted four or five intermissions. So barring any unforeseen circumstances, he'll be there and I'll be there and we'll be teaming up on this whole thing once again. Okay, so when you're programming the festival, what are you looking for in a movie? Aside from being a horror film? Uh, (laughs) We always say this and we've said it for years. It comes down to a little bit of everything for everyone. You know, it's a it's a broad mix of of subgenres and eras in which the films were made. I mean, one of the big things that that Jeff Frank, who, you know, kind of helped to birth the marathons when he owned the Drexel, was always adamant about was always keep things new if you can. You know, don't only focus on the past, which is why the the premieres that we always have are such a big part of the game. Mm -hmm. So we always try to get two or three, you know, newer films 
films that are are either local or regional premieres. And then past that, I mean, it's a mix of trying to mix it up between various decades, various little subgenres, slasher films, zombie films, vampire films. And sometimes, too, it's just it's a mix of things the crowd has asked for, or things that we've talked about for a long time. This one that's coming up, there's the, the 1962 film The Innocence, which is like one of the all-time great ghost stories on film. And we've been talking about trying to show that for 20 years. So we're finally getting around to it, you know. So it's it's trying to do that, trying to at least put like maybe one or two classic black and white films in. Although it gets harder because the further along we go, you know, the more of a younger audience we get in. And all of a sudden, a film that, say, from the 70s seemed like it was fairly new 20 years ago is now ancient history. Mm-hmm. But we still have the old crowd members, too. So we have to satisfy many masters, to sure. say the least. So now, speaking of the crowd, how raucous are they? Do they get pretty rowdy or do they kind of settle in for the long haul? You know, that's a weird thing. Like back when I first started attending the marathons at the Drexel North, kind of infamous for the rowdy crowds because you had a lot of young art students. You had a lot of like middle school kids who would basically get a ticket and use that as an excuse to stay over for the night and be away from their parents. So they'd have problems sometimes like there was one case where a middle school kid tore down the drinking fountain in the back of the theater or like tossed a cup of ketchup at somebody. My biggest fear when we started the marathons at Studio 35 was that having alcohol at a horror marathon would be horrible. But the converse was true and suddenly the crowd became much more sedate. Now I don't know if the alcohol made them more sedate or if that's just coincidence but you know but they i tell you for a horror crowd they are incredibly well behaved uh they're almost respectable which i know is a dirty word for that but now they're great they're very respectful but they are still extremely passionate and just Mm -hmm. like you know such a dedicated bunch that loves these movies now have you ever had a movie that just gazing by the audience reaction you think maybe i shouldn't have shown that one oh a serbian film (laughs) yeah easily that's the one that always comes up it's a uh, kind of an infamous serbian film called a Serbian film that we showed in 2011. I think it was the Midwest premiere. It's like an adult movie star who gets drawn back in for one last job and it's very explicit. It's probably one of the the most explicit things that has been shown in Columbus in decades. And there were some people who liked it, but we still talk about it in like hushed tones of infamy because it's become secondhand for what did we do? (laughs) Now I know in the past you have films like the Serbian film. Mm -hmm. Let's just say for the middle of the night it might be a bit racy or otherwise controversial. Anything like that this year uh you know it's that's like a dynamic that's changed over the years there used to be more of an emphasis of say noon until 10 o'clock would be more family related films and then after that would be the more explicit things but the audience has changed and you know the expectations have changed and we still get a good representation of young people in the audience but what is considered to be explicit now is different than it was 20 30 years ago so you know for a marathon like this i don't know that's tough to say um you know we're kicking off with from dusk till dawn the, the quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez film, and that has some pretty grisly things in it. Right. 20 years ago, we might have waited till midnight to show that, mm-hmm. but that's something that now is, has become kind of a venerated, respectable classic. Right. So, uh, I don't know. We're equal opportunity smut peddlers, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know that, that picking a favorite movie out of the program is kind of like picking your favorite child, that you love them all. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but you have a couple of highlight films this year, and, and what do you like about them? I tell you, I don't tell the story a whole lot, but David Lynch's Lost Highway, which we're showing, holds the personal record for me of the most times I've ever seen a film in a theater. I think I've seen that maybe seven or eight times in a mm-hmm. theater. Always been wanting to see that again. In fact, seeing it again, this will be the anniversary for me because the first time I ever saw it was in the same house we're holding the marathon in at the Drexel back in 1997. That's a great one. Ex- you know, Excited to figure out how the crowd will respond to that. From Dust Till Dawn, I'm sure what the crowd is going to be fantastic. I mean, it's just a, a big, 
serious vampire comedy road film action film scream for help is one that almost no one seems to know about it's michael winter who directed death wish one two and three and has this fascinating career and it's kind of we call it kind of like a sleazy slasher nancy drew goes to hell film <laughs> i saw it a couple years ago at a uh, another horror marathon that runs in philadelphia mm-hmm. and it was shown as a surprise and it was the smash hit of the event right. i mean it's, it's just outrageous so you've got roughly a dozen films showing but that won't fill 24 hours what else is is being shown so in addition to the 12 films you get as we call it the coffin loads of 35 millimeter trailers and shorts we always have a costume contest that has a hundred dollar first prize and a giant novelty check we have a screen contest we have tons of prizes to give away we have some friends in centerville ohio who run a store called epic loot games that give us a lot of great free swag you get you know some pre-show stuff you get us doing introductions most of all and this is kind of the pitch we always give to people when they say oh it's 12 movies do i really want to come to that it is the experience of seeing these 12 movies with a crowd like this that is like nothing else we've ever experienced Mm -hmm. when we showed from dusk till dawn at an all-nighter years ago there were some members of the audience who were a little bit trepidatious about seeing it because they were like oh i just saw it five years ago i don't know and it turned out to be the hit of the fest because seeing it with that crowd gave it this energy that you would not have just had from seeing it at home again Mm -hmm. so some people come wearing costumes i'm sure other people come wearing jammies too. just a bit yeah (laughs) we always have the loyal contingent bringing pajamas and pillows and things like that and and the drexel seats which they had installed a few years ago i will give them credit they are much more comfortable than the old seats although for if you like staying awake they're not too comfortable so you can still kind of Mm -hmm. you know gut through the event if you need to right so anything else people should bring you you mentioned blankets pillows blankets pillow god what do other people bring that's the thing oddly enough the crowd has gotten a bit spartan over the years i remember there was a contest many years ago for best pillow but we don't even see that many pillows anymore i guess so you know people always ask us about outside food and drink and we don't have a hard and fast rule about like absolutely no you know if you have a special diet or something but you know we also always encourage people to buy concessions because that's how the theater makes its money and Mm -hmm. we like to keep them happy as well so will the concession stand have anything a cup of joe breakfast items yeah usually the concession stand at the drexel becomes expanded for the event and there are hot dogs and nachos they do ordering out for pizza coffee there's an unlimited coffee offer that we run where you can buy a a commemorative mug for 15 bucks and then get free coffee refills for the entire time i think for an additional five Mm -hmm. you know we sell a t-shirt we you know do some other various merchandise opportunities like that but Mm -hmm. yeah it's very home-like for spending 24 hours in a theater Mm -hmm. and the drexel really knows how to take care of their crowd too they're wonderful right so the viewers can nod off at some point do you get to catch a few winks uh you know i asking that question to me there's the masochist in me that says i sleep i (laughs) could never do that you know last sci-fi i think was the first marathon in several years where i hadn't fallen asleep horror i always had the intention of not sleeping at all and occasionally i'm successful but sometimes just the months of effort that i put in beforehand add up and by about the third film from the end i zonk out for a bit but we'll see i i always go in saying i want to see everything so you know we'll see how that goes yeah so how about your tickets and where can you get them so advanced tickets are forty dollars if we still have tickets the day of they're 45 at the door you can get them at the drexel theater 2254 east main you can go to laughing ogre comics which is 4258 north high street which is right next door to where the old drexel north used to be mm-hmm. or you can visit us at 
www.horrormarathon.com and we have a PayPal option to buy tickets there. Okay, great. Well, thanks a lot, Joe. I appreciate you coming in. This is Joe Neff, one of the organizers of Shock Around the Clock, the 24-hour horror marathon starting on Saturday, October 13th at noon at the Drexel Theater. Thanks, Joe. Thank you, Terry. Thanks so much, Terry and Joe. And thank you all for listening to Life in the 614. We hope you join us next week as Terry talks to Jason Tossevin, filmmaker and co-founder of the Nightmares Film Festival at the Gateway Film Center. Until then, keep enjoying your own life in the 614.